All right, so here we are again with another conversation. Of course, my name is Dosta. Pleased to meet you, at least in some strange sort of way. <laughs> Today, I'd like to talk about two lessons from drugs. And these are really the rock bottom lessons, the most profound lessons, the two real core things that you can learn from having experiences with drugs. Now, of course, this is a deep subject. There are many ways in which we can discuss such experiences because we could say, well, what are the experiences of drugs? And that, well, there's, of course, many more than just two. <laughs> you could say that there are infinite experiences with drugs. And we can say, well, what are the insights or the wisdoms or the sort of more micro-sized sort of lessons of drugs? And, of course... Out of all those things, there are also many, right? There are many wisdoms to be gained from, really, we can say any new experience, not just the drug experience. And then, of course, we can say, well, what exactly do we mean by a drug experience? Where do we draw the line? Is eating an apple a drug experience? It's a chemical of sorts. It has process effect upon your body, it has a biological effect or it causes a process within you. So is eating an apple a drug? Is apples and fruit, we could say, a drug? And this is all really interesting. This is all deep stuff. And before we really go any further into this, there's one thing that we must discuss, which is critical and would be irresponsible for us to have this conversation without mentioning this, which is that there are dangers that go along with drug experiences. And if we were to say, well, what, what are the dangers of drugs? Well, then, of course, there's many more than just two. There are many dangers. There are many things that can go wrong for you psychologically, biologically, behaviorally emotionally, relationally, and that goes for all drugs. That does go for the, the full spectrum, right? There is this sort of myth in psychedelic culture or this sort of spiritual venture psychonaut culture, which is that, well, psych psychedelics don't really affect you in that way because they're not quite as addictive like other drugs. They don't cause a dependency. But that's not exactly right because there are dangers. There are problems. And so don't be venturing into this territory without taking a very serious warning. Now, of course, I don't advocate the use of drugs. If you want to experiment with such things, then, well, that's up to you. And I would not necessarily encourage that because the reason why is that 
the lessons you learn from drugs, you can actually get without drugs. And when I get to these two points, these two lessons that I'd like to discuss, it will become exactly clear as to why I can't really sit here and say that drugs are a good thing. Drugs are not really necessary. And there are so many dangers, so many things that can go wrong that, well, it's very hard to recommend it. Now, of course, there is a growing literature on psychedelics and there is a growing scientific inquiring and inquest. We're sort of in the middle of the, the start of a second renaissance of these psychedelic compounds and how they affect psychology and human well-being. So there is more and more information and knowledge and research available. So, of course, find out more before you go any further and find out more before you do anything. But really, when it comes down to it, there's only two lessons from drugs. No matter how many drugs you do, no matter what drugs you do, and no matter how much of those drugs you do, there's really only two conclusions that you can arrive at. And these are lessons, and I, and I shape them as lessons, as things that you realize which you, you know you need to take action on, right? A wisdom is something that you just have. An experience is something that is within your being, an insight is something that sort of keeps your mind ticking over in a clear way. But a lesson, a lesson is different. A lesson is something that comes to you and then you take action on. It's something that you learn, right? Lesson learnt, and then you practice. You actually live up to it, right? When the teacher teaches in class, whatever it is, they teach it to you, then there's, there's the lesson, right? And then you have to study it. You have to go, okay, how do I actually do that? Whether it's a math equation or a piece of poetry or a piece of music or a piece of science, that two-step sort of side to the lesson is always there. The teacher tells you about it, and that's sort of the theoretical side, that's the knowledge side, that's the demonstration side of it. And the thing that makes it a, a lesson is that you actually go, okay, I need to study it now. I need to put it into practice. I need to actually take action in direct response to what the teacher has said, what they have explained. Now, without further ado, with that as hopefully not too much of a preamble and a build-up, what are the two lessons of drugs? These are the most profound things that you can learn from drugs. Number one, you need to quit drugs. <laughs> and number two, life is drugs. Life is drugs. Life is drugs. <laughs> if you can realize that, then you won't need drugs, right? <laughs> so let's expand on these. Let's get a little bit into 
a bit more of a detailed picture as to what these lessons mean and what the implications could mean. Now, for the first one, you need to quit drugs. When you take certain substances, they cause a state within you. They can also cause a mood within you. They can cause an insight to come to you. And really, the thing is that you can't be dependent on these substances. You can see that there's something wrong with substances. There's something wrong with dependency. No matter what it is, whatever substance it is, there's something wrong about it, right? A drug addict knows there's something wrong with them on some level. Now, of course, the thing that keeps a drug addict in their habit is that they also see that there's something very good about drugs. There's, there's an experience that's coming to them which they need, they are dependent on, and that's the good side of drugs, right? That is the moment of clarity, I can actually feel clear when I'm on drugs. I can actually see things when I'm on drugs. I can actually take my sense of being when I'm on drugs, right? But it's in those moments at the deepest depths that you will realize that you are dependent on something and you will realize that you need to get off this substance. And this can happen with psychedelics and this can also happen with alcohol, right? Alcohol is usually... I mean, it is this sort of, it's this numbing effect. It's this dumbing down effect. It mutes the senses. It mutes experience, which is very different to psychedelics, which can actually heighten perceptions and create all sorts of fireworks, right? So even in alcohol, you can have a moment of clarity, which is where your sort of normal vices, the things that normally claw away at you are missing and in that moment of clarity you can <laughs> realize oh i need to quit drinking right maybe a more subtle example or a more subtle substance if we could put it in such terms i don't know if what i'm about to say is more subtle than alcohol but take for instance the case of coffee right when you have a coffee you get pepped up on the caffeine, you get energized and it becomes like, wow, I've got all this energy. Yeah, let's do it, right? Or it might not necessarily be a kind of physical energy, it might be a concentration thing. You might be thinking, yeah, I'm thinking really hard. I'm having lots of insights, right? And that insight, that moment can bring you to, th to feel, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this tomorrow without the coffee. I need to get my life back on track and I'm going to learn how to do this without depending on caffeine, right? And then, of course, <laughs> the problem is that you wake up the next day and you don't have that insight. You don't have that clarity. You don't have that feeling. You feel gluggy. You feel down. You feel like, ugh, right? And then you go, oh, I really need a coffee. <laughs> Same with the alcoholic, right? They can have this moment of clarity. And they can say, tomorrow I am never drinking again. This is, this is the last night that I'm drinking. I'm quitting drinking. What happens? The next day they wake up and they have a drink. 
because they can't get back to that. They can't get that goodness. They can't get that moment of clarity. They can't get that thing of whatever it is that makes them realize there's something more important to them than the dependency they have on this substance. There's something more precious that's being taken away from them by this substance, which is not worth the trade of the good that it gives you, right? If we can put it like that, alcohol, psychedelics, caffeine, they give you something, but they also take something. And this moment of clarity of realizing, okay, I need to quit this substance, is when you see, okay, yes, I realize I get something good from this substance. But I also see that it's costing me something, right? That's the moment of clarity. That's the moment of discernment between these two things. There's good and bad. There is good and bad to these experiences, to these substances. And the moment of clarity comes when you see them and you say, okay, it's not worth it. There's something deeper at stake. There's something more important that I need to work on. And that is to get my life back on track, to actually get off this substance and to actually quit it for once and for all or to seek help to actually go through the process and to learn the necessary steps as to actually really doing it for real. So what is the number one lesson of drugs? It is that you need to quit drugs. What is the number one lesson of alcohol, it is that you need to quit alcohol. What is the number one lesson of caffeine addiction? It is that you need to quit drinking so much coffee. Now, of course, I wouldn't put caffeine in the same category as alcohol, and I wouldn't put alcohol in the same category of as psychedelics. And we can even, you know, broaden this out even further and say, well, what is the number one lesson of your overeating? Right? This is the same thing. If you have a dependency on food and you have this moment of clarity of just feeling like, oh, I'm only happy when I'm eating. Right? This is the same exact thing. This is this exact same mechanism at work. Right? Someone who, who eats too much or eats the wrong foods is just an alcoholic who has food instead of alcohol or a drug addict that has food instead of alcohol, right? And of course, in the culture that we're living at the moment, there's a lot of food which is highly addictive, right? It's full of sugar. It's full of fat. It's full of processed meats. It's, it's very, very addictive and it's very much sensational in the experience of eating it, right? The experience of eating junk food is a kind of drug trip. And yet you can realize in that moment, oh, this is the last time I'm going to eat this, right? How many times have you said that? <laughs> How many times have you said, I swear this is the last time? Well, that's that insight popping up just a little bit. It's the number one lesson, which is that you need to quit. You need to end your relationship with this substance. 
Now, to expand a little bit further on this second point, which is related to this first lesson. The second lesson is life is drugs. <laughs> I just love this. I love this so much. <laughs> it, it, it's so, it just rings so true in so many ways. Life is the trip. In some circles, you might say it's a bit of a cliche, right? How many times have you heard that? I don't know how many people say that and really realize it. And of course, maybe in a sense, we all, it's sort of one of those things we all, we all realize on some level. And then when it comes back to our lives, we aspire to live up to that insight. Maybe that's a more realistic way of seeing how this truth operates in the world and in our lives. (laughs) <laughs> but it is true, right? Life is drugs. And another way of looking at this is to say that, well, the experience that you get or the good that you get from a substance, you should be able to get without that substance. That is the intuition at work here. That is the intuition that's propelling this insight. That's the truth behind this insight. Life is drugs, which means that whatever good you get from these substances, whether it's psychedelics, alcohol, caffeine, or food, you should be able to get it without those substances. Now, that's not to say that you get the exact same experience, right? Experiences are always unique unto themselves. An experience is an experience unto itself. But the good that comes from it, you should be able to get. Now, the reason people don't do this or they don't realize it or they don't take action is, first of all, they don't know this, right? They think that only alcohol can affect me to a certain way that nothing else can. Only alcohol can make me feel that way, right? That's basically the operating assumption of the alcoholic. If they're at least told that, no, you can have this kind of whatever goodness you want to call it from alcohol without the alcohol, then that's like the first step. But the second step is like, well, how do you actually do that? Right, And it could be, that's quite an elaborate process because you could say, well, what exactly is it that alcohol is giving you? Is it clarity? Is it relaxation? Is it relief from your problems? Is it just temporary offset of your clench? Is it pain in your body, right? People have pains in their body or discomforts in their joints and that can cause alcoholism. And then... From that, you say, okay, well, how is it that we actually work on those things specifically to mean that to to get to the point where you can have that in a fruitful way without the alcohol? How do we actually have your body relax? How do we actually give you peace of mind? How do we actually give you a sense of awe again in the world, a sense of clarity again? And for that, well, there's... (laughs) like hundreds of processes. There's dozens of techniques, right? We talk about them all the time. I go on and on about these. I don't need to list them off. 
We've talked about them again and again and again. Now, in the case of psychedelics, they are a little bit different because this insight of life is drugs is... It's more likely to come from a psychedelic experience, right? That's sort of like a textbook insight that comes. If you experiment with psychedelics, then you're sort of naturally moving towards that insight more so than other drugs, right? Caffeine and nicotine or food or alcohol doesn't necessarily bring you to that in the same way that psychedelics do. So I would say that psychedelics are sort of more prone to bringing certain insights than many other substances, which is why they're a category and a conversation unto themselves. But this thing of life is the trip, right? Life is drugs is the core lesson that you can learn from psychedelics. And that's very different to realizing that compared to the alcoholic, right? Because you can say, well, what do psychedelics give you? Ah, they give me a sense of magic. They give me a sense of oneness with God. They give me experiences of infinity. They make me feel existential. I feel cosmic. I feel connected with people. I feel open. I feel multidimensional. My experiences are vast, right? The list goes on and on and on. It's this huge thing. And then just like with the alcoholic where we say, okay, well, you've got this experience. How do you do that without the alcohol? We also have that with the psychedelics, right? You say, okay, now you've got these experiences. Now do it without the psychedelics. And if you're experimenting, right? If you're if you're like a, a spiritual sort of, you know, you're into meditation, you sort of see yourself as spiritually minded, open-minded, and you're experimenting with psychedelics, your attitude should be, okay, I'm doing these things as practice as to learn how to do it without those substances. Taking psychedelics in, in, in so many ways is actually the kindergarten of spirituality, right? This is not the graduating class. This is not the high-level stuff, right? Taking psychedelics is actually the beginning. Taking psychedelics is actually, actually like riding your bike with training wheels, and you should be doing this by thinking, okay, well, how do, I, how do I do this and practice this and work out? Am I riding my bike with training wheels when I don't really need them, right? Now, there is a point. I don't know if you've ever seen a child do this. <laughs> and I know I've used this metaphor before, but I'll use it again. But there is a point where a child is learning to ride a bike where they have the training wheels on and... It's obvious to everyone that they don't need them because they're, they're moving in such a way that they can balance. They're going at such a certain speed and turning in such a way that they go, okay, you don't need those, you take them off. And the child might say, no, no, not yet, I'm not ready, right? But of course, everyone else can see that they are. Now, of course, it's not always like that. When they first get the training wheels, you can see that they're really leaning on them. And you see, oh, that child's not really riding that bike. They're actually leaning on the training wheels. Now, when I was a kid, training wheels were these things that you would sort of 
stick onto the sides and it would hold the bike upright. And I don't know how it is these days. Kids these days have different things to play on and different ways of learning. So it's probably different. I haven't seen it in some years, but that's how it was for me. But that should be your attitude, right? Life is drugs, right? You don't need these specific substances in order to gain whatever it is that you gain from psychedelics. I'll also add again that that this does not mean that the experience is the same, right? You're not trying to recreate the same experience. Experience is experience unto itself. Experience is always unique and will always remain unique. Yet the thing that you are gaining from psychedelics or from any substance, you can gain. And it is your job, it is your duty to gain without that. It is your, it's it's your, how do I say this? It is It is your duty in life to be independent. You must be independent. And I mean that in the most broadest way. In in every way possible, you need to be independent. Now, of course, immediately that pulls up this other side of things, which is, well, what about being connected? And really, that's a paradox that we can have a whole conversation on. (laughs) Maybe that's a conversation for the the next episode, but there's, there's a lot in that. So, yeah, I don't want to get too far off into that. So let, let's just leave it with these two lessons. Let's not get too far out. And let's just say that these two lessons are the most important lessons, which is that, number one, you need to quit drugs. And number two, life is drugs. And for some people in an absolutely absurd (laughs) kind of stroke of irony, the only way they can learn those two lessons is by doing drugs. (laughs) All right. Thanks very much. That's all we have to say for now. So hope you have a nice rest of your day and we'll be back soon with more.